Good evening. This is All India Radio and I'm Anuja Kumar with the news at 9. The headlines. In Kashmir Valley, middle schools to reopen from tomorrow following improved attendance in primary schools. One soldier martyred in unprovoked Pakistani firing in Poonch district. US appreciates India's stand that recent developments in Jammu and Kashmir are its internal matter. Delhi High Court rejects anticipatory bail plea of former Union Minister P Chidambaram in INX media scam. Chandrayaan 2 successfully enters into lunar orbit. Prime Minister Narendra Modi congratulates Team ISRO. Center approves additional assistance of over 4400 crore rupees to natural calamity affected Odisha, Karnataka and Himachal Pradesh. And Indian men's and women's hockey team enters finals of Olympic test event in Tokyo. In Jammu and Kashmir, situation remained peaceful across the state, especially Kashmir Valley today, where restrictions were eased in some more areas. Briefing media persons in Srinagar today, JNK government spokesperson Rohit Kansal said that compared to yesterday, the attendance of students in primary schools across Kashmir today was good. He said that encouraged by the response of the students and on the request of the parents the government has decided to reopen middle schools in the areas tomorrow where primary schools have been opened from yesterday Mr Kansal said day restrictions have been lifted from areas falling under 136 police stations Jammu एवं कश्मीर के 197 पुलिस स्टेशंस के क्षेत्र में 136 पुलिस स्टेशन ऐसे हैं जहां पे किसी भी प्रकार की डे टाइम रेस्ट्रिक्शन या पाबंदियां नहीं हैं इसी तरह अगर हम कश्मीर वैली अलोन में देखें तो 111 में से 50 पुलिस स्टेशन हैव नो डे टाइम रेस्ट्रिक्शन एंड आज से हमारे पास इंटर डिस्ट्रिक्ट ट्रांसपोर्ट मूवमेंट की भी रिपोर्ट्स आई हैं One army jawan was martyred in an unprovoked and indiscriminate firing by Pakistani army troops in Mainthar sector of border district of Poonch in Jammu and Kashmir today. Defence spokesperson said Pak troops resorted to unprovoked ceasefire violation along the line of control in Mainthar and Krishna Ghati sectors of Poonch district in Jammu division today. However, in the exchange of fire in Mainthar sector, Nayak Ravi Ranjan Kumar Singh attained martyrdom. More from our correspondent. Indian army responded strongly and effectively to pak firing heavy damage to pakistan army posts and casualties to pakistani soldiers have been inflicted by indian troops martyr ravi ranjan kumar belonged to village gop biga district rotasa bihar and is survived by his wife earlier in the day pakistani troops also targeted indian forward posts in krishna ghati sector of border district of punch there too indian troops gave a strong and effective reply to pakistani troops pakistani firing rk rana air news jammu The US has appreciated India's position that the recent developments in Jammu and Kashmir are an internal matter of India. This was stated by the US Defense Secretary Dr. Mark T. Esper during a telephonic conversation with his Indian counterpart Rajnath Singh. The defense minister said the issues relating to Article 370 are an internal matter of India which are aimed at improving growth and economic development, democracy and prosperity for the people of Jammu and Kashmir. Mr Singh raised the issue of cross border terrorism affecting India and appreciated US support for India's effort to maintain peace and stability in the region. Dr Esper expressed hope 
that any issue between India and Pakistan should be resolved bilaterally. According to an official release, both the ministers expressed happiness at the significant progress in bilateral defense cooperation and reaffirmed their commitment to strengthen and deepen the relations further. Both sides also expressed satisfaction on the first tri-service joint exercise planned for later this year. The Delhi High Court today said the INX media case involving former Union Minister P. Chidambaram is a classic case of money laundering and it was of the prima facie opinion that his custodial interrogation is required for an effective investigation in the matter. Justice Sunil Gaur, who dismissed Congress leader Chidambaram's anticipatory bail plea in the corruption and money laundering cases related to the INX media scam, said that granting bail in such cases will send a wrong message to the society. He also noted that Chidambaram was evasive in replies to the probe agencies when he was under protective cover given by the court. The High Court also declined interim protection from arrest to him for approaching the Supreme Court in the case. A report. The senior Congress leader's role had come under the scanner of investigating agency in the INX media case involving 305 crore rupees. It was during his tenure as finance minister in the UPA1 government that clearances from the Foreign Investment Promotion Board, FIBP, were given to two ventures. In the INX media case, the CBI had registered an FIR in May 2017 alleging irregularities in the FIBP clearances granted to the media group for receiving overseas funds of 305 crore rupees in 2007. Last year, the ED had lodged a money laundering case in this regard with Sabhage Kar, Anand Kumar, AIR News, Delhi. The Delhi High Court today dismissed the anticipatory bail plea of Ratul Puri, the nephew of Madhya Pradesh Chief Minister Kamal Nath, in a money laundering case related to the Augusta Westland chopper scam. The order was passed by Justice Sunil Gaur, who heard the arguments of the councils for Enforcement Directorate and Puri earlier in the day. Puri, in his plea, had challenged the August 6th order of the trial court, dismissing his anticipatory bail plea. On August 9th, the trial court issued a non-bailable warrant against Puri on ED's plea. ED arrested Puri this morning in another bank loan fraud case. This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates, follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. Chandrayaan-2 satellite that achieved lunar orbit insertion today morning will be further taken to an orbit closer to moon by a maneuver scheduled tomorrow between 12.30 and 13.30 hours. Speaking exclusively to AIR today, ISRO Chairman Dr. K. Sivan said that the lunar transfer trajectory achieved on August 14th and the lunar orbit insertion today was perfect, specific and accurate as planned. He said these two pivotal tasks were very important for the success of this mission. Today, the Chandrayaan-2 mission crossed a major milestone and the precise lunar orbit uh, insertion maneuver carried out at uh, 9 o'clock for about 30 minutes precisely injected the Chandrayaan-2 in a defined orbit in a perfect way. As we are aware, in order to achieve the required location for soft landing near South Pole, that is to achieve the moon orbit with the inclination of 90 degrees. This is a unique requirement only Chandrayaan has, which no other moon mission has. Our correspondent has more details. 
Next date to watch for all of us proud Indians is the early morning of September 7th when ISRO will take up one of the most difficult tasks of landing Lander Vikram along with rover Pragyan on the surface of the moon. Before that, however, there are various milestones that ISRO has to achieve by gradually closing on the moon's surface. But the day India makes it to the moon, that day Indian space program will make history. The entire world is waiting for India to achieve this rare feat of landing for the first time in the south pole of lunar surface as this mission is going to reveal so many facets of moon that remains unknown to man. Sudhindra, AIR News, Bengaluru. Prime Minister Narendra Modi has congratulated Team ISRO on Chandrayaan 2 entering the moon's orbit. In a tweet, Mr. Modi said, this is an important step in the landmark journey to the moon. The centre has approved an additional assistance of more than 4,400 crore rupees to Odisha, Karnatak and Himachal Pradesh. These states were affected by drought, avalanches, hailstorms, landslides and cyclone phony. Union Home Minister Amit Shah chaired the meeting of high-level committee HLC in New Delhi and gave approval to the central assistance for the affected states. The HLC also reviewed the ongoing flood situation in many parts of the country. The Home Minister directed senior officers to take every possible measure to deal with the situation arising out of southwest monsoon and extend all necessary assistance to flood-affected states. The Yamuna River is flowing above the danger mark following the release of over 8 lakh Q6 water from Haryana's Hathini Kund Barrage. Currently, the Yamuna is flowing at 206.25 meter, which is almost 1 meter above the danger level of 205.33 meter. Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal has said that there is no need to panic as the government is taking all possible measures to deal with the situation. More from a correspondent. More than 10,000 people living in low-lying areas along the Yamuna were evacuated by government agencies. People living in floodplain on the river have been moved to over 2,000 tents set up at safer places. The old iron breeze over the Yamuna was closed for road traffic due to the raised water level in the river. The Northern Railways has restricted the speed of trains on the Yamuna breeze and if the water level crosses 206.40 meter, the movement of trains on the breeze will be stopped. Dipendra Kumar, AIR News, Delhi. A meeting of the National Crisis Management Committee, NCMC, was today held in New Delhi to review the prevailing flood situation in Himachal Pradesh, Punjab, Uttarakhand, Haryana and Delhi. Chairing the meeting, Cabinet Secretary P.K. Sinha took stock of the current situation, preparedness, rescue and relief operations and directed that immediate assistance be provided to meet the crisis. Home Ministry, in a release, said, as of now, 28 teams of the NDRF have been deployed in these states and resources from the Army and Air Force have been pressed into service. Additional teams are also on standby to deal any exigency. Last rites of veteran music composer Muhammad Zahur Khayyam Hashmi, popularly known as Khayyam, were performed with full state honours in Mumbai this evening. The 92-year composer had died in a Mumbai hospital yesterday after a prolonged illness. Earlier today, his mortal remains were kept at his Juhu residence before being taken to the Four Bungalows graveyard. Benchmark indices Sensex and Nifty today clocked losses after three sessions of gains, with sell-offs in banking counters, offsetting rise in auto and IT stocks. The rupee also weakened 28 paise to close at an over-six-month low. A report. 
Sensex at the Bombay Stock Exchange fell 74 points to end at 37,328. Nifty at the National Stock Exchange also slipped 37 points to settle at 11,017. The rupee at the forex market also depreciated 28 paise to 71 rupees and 71 paise against the US dollar. Gold prices today touched a record high of 38,770 rupees per 10 grams in national capital after gaining 200 rupees. Silver, however, plunged 1,100 rupees to 43,900. rupees per kg paul thottam with sanjeev kumar singh for air news external affairs minister s j shankar called on the prime minister of bangladesh sheikh hasina in dhaka this afternoon dr j shankar had a discussion with her on issues of mutual interest he said that india is looking forward to hosting prime minister hasina in october in new delhi earlier in the day the external affairs minister held discussion with his bangladeshi counterpart dr a k abdul momin More from a Dhaka correspondent. After visiting the memorial of Bangabandhu Mujibur Rahman in Dhaka, Colonel Affairs Minister very pertinently said that India is proud to partner with Bangladesh to fulfill the vision of Bangabandhu. While the visit has been seen as a reaffirmation of the strong ties between the two countries, the atmosphere of warmth and reciprocal respect was palpable during all the interactions of the External Affairs Minister S. Jayashankar in Dhaka today. Indeed, as Dr. Jayashankar said, India-Bangladesh relation is in its Shonali Adhyay today. Indian men's and women's hockey teams entered the finals of the Olympic test event in Tokyo today. The men's team trounced the host Japan 6-3. Mandeep Singh struck a fine hat-trick while Neil Kant Sharma, Neelam Sanjeev Sis and Gurjan Singh were the other scorers for India. Kentaro Fukuda, Kenta Tanaka and Kazuma Murata got on to the score sheet for Japan. The win put India in the second spot in the points table and they face toppers New Zealand in the summit clash tomorrow. The match is slated to begin at 8:30 a.m. Indian Standard Time. Meanwhile, after an impressive performance against Australia, the Indian women's hockey team secured its place in the final of the Olympic test event in Tokyo today. They played out a goalless draw against China in the third and last round robin match. And now before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. In Kashmir Valley middle schools to reopen from tomorrow following improved attendance in primary schools one soldier martyred in unprovoked pakistani firing in poonch district US appreciates india's stand that recent developments in jammu and kashmir are its internal matter delhi high court rejects anticipatory bail plea of former union minister p chidambaram in inx media scam chandrayaan 2 successfully enters into lunar orbit prime minister narendra modi congratulates team isro center approves additional assistance of over 4400 crore rupees to natural calamity affected odisha karnataka and himachal pradesh and indian men's and women's hockey teams enter finals of olympic test event in tokyo and that is all in the news at 9 good night